Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever, whatever time it may be where you are at this particular time. Yes, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement Internationals, also the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries. Yes, where there's life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Yes, I pray that you are having a marvelous day thus far. Yes, it is amazing. It's a little cloudy, a little cool outside, but nevertheless, we are in the land of the living. Yes, that means if you woke up this morning and you was able to open your eyes and stand on your own two feet, that's another opportunity for you to praise God. That's another opportunity for you to move towards the direction where God is taking you. That is another opportunity for you to set your goals. Yes, set your goals, write the vision and make it plain. God have a perfect plan for his people. Yes, when he told, I don't know if you, I want to turn your attention to Genesis 6 and 18. And I want you to read it at your leisure. Yes, because I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the things that God told Noah. See, God told Noah in that particular chapter, he said, I will establish my covenant with you. Okay, the first covenant, the agreement, or should you say, or should I say contract uh, relationship would be uh, the salvation, which means with he had with Noah, okay, and his family and male and female of every living thing of flesh after the great flood and all of his devastation, okay, all of its devastation. God spoke again to Noah in Genesis 9 and 11. Mm -hmm. Thus I established my covenant with you. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood. Never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. This is the sign of the covenant. It shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbow did you hear me? The rainbow shall be the scene of in the cloud shall be seen in the cloud. I'm sorry. Uh, this shall be an everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh on the earth. God made many covenants with humanity. However, the new covenant was sealed in the blood of Jesus Christ, whereby those who trust Christ are fully reconciled to God. Okay. Now we do know that, uh, in spite of the generous provision and the loving kindness bestowed upon humility, uh, humanity, uh, by a gracious father, you know, we have an awesome God. Our God is a forgiving God. He's a loving God, but they always leave out that he's the God of wrath, that God do get mad, that he do get upset. They left that part out. <laughs> they left that part out that we serve. If you make God angry, ah, mm-mm-mm. No words. Every intent of the human heart was constantly evil because of humanity. Wickedness of the earth was corrupt and filled with violence. Sound like where we have been in the past few years and even so much now. So much that God, you know, he was sorry that he even made man. He was deeply grieved in his heart. Uh, so widespread was the evil of, of all humanity that only one man, which was Noah, was found in the grace in the eyes of God. Okay, God spoke to Noah 
whom he trusted and uh, found to be a just and an upright man. Uh, to Noah, God explained his deep distress and his grief at the condition of humanity and revealed to Noah his plan for destroying the inhabitants of the earth. Okay. Uh, further along, Noah, well, you know, he gave Noah instructions. And a lot of times, as we know, God always gives his prophets and his leaders instructions on the things that's to come. You know, he said that he would uh, be the things that on, that's on his heart and on his mind would be revealed to the prophets. And I'm talking about the true and living prophets, because there are still some true prophets that are left that is sounding the trumpet that are letting you know that time is winding up to get your house in order and to do the things that God is telling you to do in this hour. This is not the time to fall prey to the enemy. The enemy has caused so much distraction, so much delays, so much pain, so much agony, so much sickness, so much disease. This thing that was put out was strictly from the hands of the enemy. But be not dismayed because God said in Psalms 37 that he laughed at the enemy because he see that his day is coming. So fret not thyself, people, because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like grass. So fret not of the things of what you see and what you hear, because these things were spoken in the word of God that it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. It's nothing in the Bible that was written that will and shall not come to pass. But be not dismayed. Whatsoever a man soweth, he shall also reap, good or bad. So don't focus so much on what's going around you. You know, in the, the Bible says in the last days, they will be running to the mountains, telling the rocks to fall on them. They're not doing that deliberately, but they're thinking they're able to run away from this disease called COVID. You can't run from anything that you can't see. You can't hide from anything that you can't see. So why not run to God? Surrender your all to the Lord. Whatever you've said, whatever you've done, repent as God to forgive you. Repent means to turn. Ask God, God, come into my heart, come into my life, save me, God. And once you do that, don't do like the children of Israel. When things start looking to look good for you, you turn back and you start doing those things that you was once was doing. Because I decree and declare in this season, when you speak that thing, it's going to come to pass. But if you go back and you started returning like a dog returning to his vomit, you will not survive through the storm. But those that are hearing me right now, hear what I'm telling you, what the Lord is saying, that if you turn, turn your face to him and seek him, turn from your wicked ways, then and only then, Will he hear from heaven and he will heal the land? Some people are going to survive to be able to talk about what has taken place then. And I'm saying then because God is, is <laughs> see, God see and knows the things way ahead of us. And see, God is a promise keeper. 
And when God tell you that they're like he told John, that they're going to be a new heaven and a new earth, which meaning a continuation, it was going, it would continue, but it's not going to be a whole lot to see the, 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 uh, to continue within the next, the thing to come. Everybody is not going to survive it. The remnant is going to speak truth. The remnant is going to be the ones to, to come back with that word of just like the Bible was written. You got the remnant that's been taken like myself, scribes, prophet scribes that's been writing things down. And they're going to talk about the things that have, that was taking place back then in, in 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, all the way and then rolling back to 21 when all this, when 20, when this first thing first hit, actually it really hit at the end of uh, 2019. I was given warnings, warning after warning since 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18. I was given the warning. Didn't know exactly the name of this thing, but I said something was coming. God said something was coming. Something is coming. But nobody, too many people, I ain't gonna say nobody, too many people, didn't too many people take heed to what was said. To them, it was like I was talking out of emotions or I was saying things because I was feeling a certain way. No, I was feeling God's heart. I was hearing the things that God was telling me to say to his people, just like I'm telling you now, to repent and and turn back to God. Turn your heart to God and don't turn back. Don't turn back like he when in, in the days when Sodom and Gomorrah, when he told Lot, when Abraham tried to get Lot to come out, come out and don't look back. But his wife, because she was so enticed on what was back then, she looked back and she got caught up in the back then. And see, when you keep referring back and you keep going back to things that God is trying to deliver you from, he will allow that thing to consume you. That's why so many people are dealing with so much right now. You know, I tell people all the time, if I deal with a little anxiety here and there, it's because I'm doing too much. And so I'm overwhelming before it's stressing and worrying about what's to come and what people are doing, what people are saying, and they doing this and they doing that. That's not my worry because God see things that we don't see. He know things that we don't know. And God is taking care of those things concerning his people. God is not worried about his children. God is taking care of his children, even in the famine, even in the, in the, even in this little thing that we're going through right now, because it's through means you're coming out. So I want to turn your attention back towards God. Put your heart into the hands of God. Put your thoughts into the hands of God. It's never too late to, to change. You, you got the right. It's your prerogative to change your mind from that old stinking thinking, that old ways that you had. You got a right to change your mind. I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to lie anymore. I don't want to be deceitful anymore. I don't want. You got the right to say that to that dumb devil. You have the legal right to say, you know what? I don't want to fornicate anymore. I don't want to commit adultery anymore. I don't want to just be sleeping around anymore. I don't want to just be backbiting anymore. I don't want to keep doing all these things. You got to make up in your mind that enough is enough. I don't want to keep hurting people intentionally. I don't want to keep throwing rocks and hiding my hands. And see, when I brought that up on Facebook, I, I let I was letting people know when you're sowing discord, it talks about that in the word. It's nothing that I don't speak that I'm not going to always, I'm going to always use the word of God because the word of God will never return back void. So when, when I speak about you sowing discord or you throwing rocks and hiding your hands and you're doing things that's not of God, 
It comes back to haunt you. Look what happened to Judas. Look what happened. He got tormented to death until he ended up, he ended up taking his own life. You know, so you got to be careful when a prophet come to you and they give you warning. You can laugh, you can joke, you can play, but you can't laugh and you can't joke and you can't do that with God because God has a, everybody on this earth have an expiration date. Some leave a little earlier than others because of rebel or because of, you know, God is not going to let you self-destruct. He will take you out before he allow you to self-destruct. Or if you keep playing in the devil's territory, he will allow the devil to take you out. Last week, I was talking about the treacherous spirit, the lying spirit, how uh, God allowed that lying spirit to go because they didn't want to hear from Michael. So they was willing to hear from a lying, treacherous spirit. And so by the, because Amalek wasn't willing to listen to the truth, he, he wanted to hear from a soothsayer, a liar, and he did and got destroyed. So when you turn your ear to something else because you feel like this person ain't qualified enough or they look like they came from the street so they did this and they did that guess what that was that's what qualifies them because they've been there and they know what it's like so God handpicks whom he whoever he chooses he qualifies he qualifies the call man can't qualify anything God qualifies the call God wants you to get in tune with what he's saying through his people in this time and in this hour God is speaking but are we listening He is saying, repent. He is saying, turn from your old ways of thinking. Turn from your old ways of thinking. God is saying that. But because we are so caught up on what was and what should have been, what could have been to where we keep falling to pray to the enemy. We keep doing the things that the enemy desire for you to do. I'm not going to say we, you keep doing and falling pray to the enemy because you keep listening to what he have to say. When God specifically said that his word would never return void. But Satan's word will. Satan's word can't hold anything. The only way it can hold something in your life unless you're living for him. And a lot of times Satan is not intimidated by you. He's not afraid of you because he know that Paul I know, Jesus I know, but who are you? You talk good, you, you speak good, you shout good. You, when you're preaching, you preach real loud, but you're not saying anything. You're not, you're not tearing down strongholds. You're not uprooting things. So he's not intimidated by you because he know you, you still, your heart is still not right. He know your heart is still in places where it shouldn't be. He know your heart is not good. See, everybody thinking that you're teaching, you're preaching, you're, you're going to church, you having church. That's God's not, God could care less if you have church or not. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you this. Only the pure in heart shall see God. He don't care nothing about your credentials. He don't care nothing about what you have and what you don't have. He cares about only the pure in heart shall see God. He don't care about that. You can say, I won 20 souls today. He gonna see the first thing that, that matters to God is the condition of your heart. What is the condition of your heart? Yeah, you want 20 souls, but at the same time, your heart wasn't good towards your sister or your brother or your mother or your daddy or your siblings or whoever that's connected to you, people that's around you. You mishandling these people. Your heart is not good, son. Your heart is not good, daughter, because look at what you're thinking towards these people. Look at how you're handling these people. Look how you're spreading rumors about these people. Look at you, son. Look at you. 
I didn't say it. God said it. He said, I'm looking at your heart. God ain't concerned about people. So, oh, I don't drink wine. I don't, I don't smoke. I don't do this. I don't chew gum. I don't do this and that. But you tell lies. It's not what goes into a man that defiles him. It's what comes out of the man. Because out of the mouth of the, uh, what comes out of the mouth is in the abundance of the heart. It's in your heart. So you can, a person can drink a glass of wine and they may not, they may not say anything until they drink the wine. And when they come out, well, that's coming out of their heart. They speaking it out. That's what God is holding you accountable for. Cause whatever go in your mouth can come, whatever goes into your mouth can come back out. But whatever comes out of your mouth can't go back in. I used an illustration before this movie called Doubt where this woman was spreading all types of rumors about this priest and he took her up on the rooftop and he had a pillow with feathers in it and he cut it open and he told her to try to catch those feathers. She couldn't catch those feathers. So he said, those are your words. So it's what comes out of a man. So stop condemning people to hell because you say, oh, they're a leader and they drinking a cup of wine or I saw them back in the back of the church and they smoking and they doing this and that. Okay, they doing all that. But what is the condition of their heart? That person may be smoking a cigarette and got the best heart. Heart is better than yours. And you don't smoke, drink. You don't do none of that. But you you condemn and you hurt people. You may get up and you drink olive oil every day. You drink olive oil every single day thinking that's getting you closer to God. But it's not. When, when, when God made the covenant with Noah, he knew Noah's heart. And some part about Noah got drunk. Noah, Noah got a reputation too, but God saw favor with Noah. It, it wasn't what went inside of Noah's mouth. It was what was in his heart that God was concerned about and could trust him to build an ark. That ark represented Jesus Christ. But he knew he could trust him to build an ark without worrying about what people thought about him while he was building. Because if it was anybody else, if you building an ark on your property, people, you, if you got kids, them kids probably like making fun of your children. What are your daddy building? What are your mama building? Look at what they do. Ha, ha, ha. And so that may bother them, but it didn't bother Noah and his family. They went in and they lived through it. So stop condemning people to hell because of something that they may be doing. They may be closer to God than you could ever think about being. You telling them to stop all that other stuff when you should just draw them to God. God said, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Just lift my name up and I'll draw them. I'll draw all men unto me. But because we're so busy, you're so busy lifting up yourself, pumping yourself up. Won't everybody know about you? What about God? God made a covenant with Noah by showing every time that it rained, you see that rainbow, that's a covenant. That rainbow represents covenant. God is a covenant.